1: And I ain't never met a river boat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. Have not. The summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. Say, this how I wait. Does not know my name, and I don't care. Nope. Oh, I don't care. Oh, another place, and I got three good tires and a spare.
2: Right to the old hook.
1: Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.
2: Low Budget Live, not so live from the Low Budget Live Bar and Grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And welcome all you low-lifers and and new-to-be low-lifers and OG low-lifers and, and some of you that aren't low-lifers, but you're just peeking through the blinds. Everybody's welcome to Low Budget Live. This is the podcast for August the 8th, 2022. Eight, eight. It's a very, very, very important day in my life. Eight, eight, because eight years ago on 8-8, the triple threat, Marissa D., said I do to yours truly. And we've been living a crazy traveling circus life ever since. Uh, five kids between us, the Brady Bunch, and we, uh, we have a large time here in, uh, in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. And it's, it's never short of, uh, of chaotic, and it's never short of incredible. So I appreciate her for putting up with me for many moons now and hopefully many moons to come. Um, last week, I kicked off the show. A little, talking a little bit about, uh, talking a little bit about where we were headed. We were headed up to uh, to Nashville to spend the weekend and hang out with them Turnpike boys at the Ryman. But this week, this week, as you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to be sitting on a beach somewhere. I'm going to be sitting somewhere tropical. I'm going to be having somebody say, here you go, sir. There's another cerveza. Would you like some more chips and dip? Maybe a pizza top of ice cream. It's all-inclusive. You can have whatever you want. I am a professional at all-inclusive. Nothing about my body type says that dude doesn't hurt a place that's all-inclusive when he walks through the door. Like, I, I'm, I get my money's worth. And it's been uh, the triple threat and I try to go to places all-inclusive. Every now and then, you know, we've been three or four times in our marriage— and it's been like two years since we've been. And she said, hey, for our eighth anniversary on 8-8, let's, let's get the heck out of Dodge. And so we are for about three or four days. So as you listen to this, just know, just know I'm getting taken care of. I'm getting pampered up. We take care. We, we work hard. We take care of these youngins all the time. And, and as you listen to this, somebody is absolutely just, man, I can't believe you ate that much ice cream. I can't believe you had that many tacos. Why did you order lobster and steak and then lobster and steak again? Because I can. Why did you order room service at three in the morning? All this food for one person. Yes, it is. Bring it. Bring it. If I got to have my stomach pumped, I feel like I accomplished what I set out to do. So, uh, y'all be thinking about me down there. And, and it's, it's crazy because last weekend was so amazing in Nashville, and then we're going to have another amazing weekend. And I think, man, you got to do stuff like that in life. And I, I'm grateful for the opportunities, and uh, and I'm blessed, and I, and I know that. Um, the Turnpike Boys put on a hell of a show both nights at the Ryman. Can't believe I got to be there. And uh, shout out to Ryan Engelman, lead guitar player, a guy I consider a friend and, uh, and you know, really gotten to know each other over the last few months since he was on the podcast. And he's he's awesome, down-to-earth human. And they are on a meteoric rise right now that is just so cool to witness. And it's like pulling for your home team. And and they win everything they can, and then they get an opportunity to play on a national level. And, and Turnpike's been on a national level for, for a long time, don't get me wrong. But what, they, they go through their deal, three-year hiatus, and now they're back. And it's just happening for them, man. And those shows, the windows almost blew out. The people singing every word to every song. It was it was an honor to be in the crowd. And uh, and we got to hang out up there with those boys and uh, great dudes all the way around. And, and we had a large time. Now, I will say, I will say this. I I have lived the musician life. To, to the fullest at times in my life And uh, I forgot what getting in at like 3 and 4 in the morning does to me <laughs> And uh, I can't hang with them boys, alright I can't hang uh, as much as I, I used to be able to hang But uh, had a great time nonetheless, triple threat Harper came up and we celebrated her 21st birthday She turned 21 at midnight on Sunday morning I got to buy her her first legal shot of alcohol up there Which is bizarre, but uh, we had a great time She came both nights nice to the rhyme and 49 Winchester opened for them Saturday night. If you hadn't looked up, those boys do it. And the Vandaliers opened the first night. Uh, a couple of them went out with us on Friday night. Great, great young dudes out there doing it too. It almost like a country punk, man. Very cool. Very cool. So go check all them folks out, man. The, the hardworking musicians just, just doing it right now. Just absolutely doing it. Real quick before I get into some real important stuff. Not to overshadow the fact that we were at the Turnpike shows the first time they ever played the Rhyme and sell it out both nights. All that, in the middle of it, fantastic. When we got there, and I know some of y'all have seen this on my social media, but when we got there on Friday evening, we walk in a hotel, staying downtown there at one of my favorite places, and WWE Summerslam's going on, right? On Saturday night It's going to be happening And and there's very clearly dudes That look like wrestlers But also you had this This other deal Starcast going on And Ric Flair was going to Going to wrestle in his last match I was a wrestling fiend When I was a kid Fiend man Like from 10 years old To 14 dude I was just That was life The Undertaker Stone Cold Steve Austin Bret Hart Freaking Shawn Michaels Kevin Nash Razor Ramon R.I.P. Razor Ramon, loved it, man, loved it, and I and I'm bummed out because my kids don't watch it now. But I went to this is what's crazy. Rick's last match was a Municipal Auditorium. I got tickets for Christmas to WCW Starcade, and Ric Flair battled it out with the one and only Macho Man Randy Savage, and I was like second row. One of my favorite memories is as like a twelve year old kid, and so. Marissa and I are sitting there On the couch Our room wasn't ready When we got there And we were there Past check-in time And it wasn't ready So they were like Hey have a drink Chill in the lobby So we're sitting there Like it'll be 15-20 minutes So I'm seeing all these dudes I'm like yeah And I don't watch wrestling anymore My kids aren't into it Which bums me out Like I said And I tell her I'm like Keep your head on a swivel Because If Ric Flair happens to be here And I swear I say this I'm like Like I that is one picture I will go get in life. Making a joke, basically. I'm playing on my phone, of course, and she goes, you're not going to believe who just walked into the lobby, turn around. Woo! Ric Flair himself, baby. I mean, there he was. I, looked, I mean, just jump straight up, jump straight up and, and hit the daggum door. I mean, just get, beat him to the door. Sorry, I was getting a call from our guest while I'm recording. He's on his way. We're gonna do a little in-person LBO. So I run over there, and there's there's like seven or eight women with him, of course, including his daughter Charlotte. Come out, and a few people are bugging him, taking pictures, but not many. Dude, he's just doing the thing. He's he's just Ric Flair, man. It's just 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 happening, right? And I said, Mister Flair, I, I've watched you since I was ten years old. And he didn't really acknowledge me, (laughs) which is cool because he's Rick frickin' Flair. Who cares? And I said, you mind if I get a picture? He said, I got to go, son. You got one. Make it a good one. And by God, when I say me and Rick Flair took the greatest selfie of all time and he cheesed it up for it, Rick Flair is my man. I wish he could have thrown me in the figure four leg lock. No big deal. I think I could have got out of it. Maybe not. I mean, he's a little older now. Or at least a good chest slap or something. I don't know, but I got to meet freaking Ric Flair. All my dreams have came true in life, and uh, I might just retire everything. I might quit doing the podcast. I might, I might, you know, sell my house, move, just move away, live in the woods in Montana. Like I do I have peaked. Ryan Engelman wears a low budget live hat on the on the Ryman stage representing the low lifers in in the Turnpike debut. That gets to me. It's awesome. He's a good man. And th- and then this in the same day I meet Rick Flair. It's over, Johnny. It's over. It's over. So, yeah, humble brag. Humble brag week on the podcast. Like you can say what you want to about me. You could say what you think about the podcast. You can be a hater, you can do whatever, but I got news for you. I'm living my best life. I'm just going to say that. There are days I piss and moan, whatever, but I, right now, right now, I'm living my best life, and, I, and I'm and i proud of that, and it's a lot of fun, man, and 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 all of this happens because of this show, so thank y'all. Thank y'all. All right. It's also coming up on the five-year anniversary of this show, and that, that's so crazy to me. August. I forget the exact date, but we're there. We're in that time frame, so... Want to uh want to, and I know you guys some of y'all get tired of sponsor reads and things like that, but that's what makes this all possible, okay? It really does. And I've been approached by a company that I have been uh been familiar with for the last couple months. I see it around. There's a, a guy that I'm I'm I am very much a fan of that owns this company, Bear Holman, legendary saltwater guy down on the keys. Just basically just a cool ass dude, okay. And he has started a Worcestershire sauce company. Say that three times fast. I can't. And that's why it is called the W sauce, because the term Worcestershire was created, Worcestershire sauce was created in Europe. And this is America. And these colors don't run. And so we've got bigger, better, and badder Worcestershire sauce. And they just call it the W sauce, because that name's from Europe. So very cool. Uh, They have partnered up with, with me, with LBL, and uh, I'm, I am elated because y'all know, you, you follow me on Instagram, I cook a ton, I love to grill, I love to do things. And, and the only two products they have in the line right now are the W sauce and then Fireshire, which is a spicy, spicy W sauce. And, of course, Bloody Mary mix, uh, or you can use this on Bloody Mary, things like that. But they've got a lot of other products coming out. Please support them. And uh, no codes, no anything, and they really didn't even want me to do ad reads for them, but uh, but just want to uh, be a part of what we've got going on here. And this is not uh, this is not your typical uh, what you're going to buy on the shelf at the grocery store. This stuff is is awesome. It's available in a lot of stores. It's available online. It doesn't break the bank. The W sauce. Go check that out. Go check that out. I'm I am honored to be a part of what they got going on. It's it's a really cool story um and and i i hope that you guys you know when you're thinking about grilling you want to try something different go go check them out and more products to come certainly in the next year or so from what they're uh, what they're telling me so thanks to them for thinking enough of you low lifers and of me to uh to partner with us star trying star bright the, the og sponsor of the podcast now in our fifth year kicking ethanol in the teeth together shaking that startron bottle ethanol will gum up the works faux show in your outboard engine in your uh, you know and maybe it was in your uh maybe it's in your that gum uh gmc you know maybe 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 it's in your <laughs> gmc which by the way i went and picked up this week but no actually it was the motor just blew had nothing to do with ethanol it's just a piece of <laughs> much <laughs> So anyways, uh, StarTron couldn't even bail me out of that situation. So StarTron, use it in your weed eater, use it in your chainsaw, use it in your side-by-side. Most importantly, use it in that outboard engine and kick ethanol in the teeth. We appreciate the folks at StarTron. Guide batteries. You can use that code LBL10 at ProGuide to get you some of those new lithiums, to get you those 31 AGMs. They've got a Lot of new products on there. Get on proguybatteries.com. Be sure to leave a review when you do. And be sure to use that code LBL10 to let them know you are a low lifer. Baitworks.com got that old LOB. That 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 little old power finesse jig coming from Baitworks. And Trocar Hook's been working with those folks on that. You can use code Duncan-10 at checkout for all things online tackle to save you a little bit of money and let them know you're a low lifer. Absolutely. out. Of, I've been doing this for, God, I don't know. I've been in the fishing industry since I was a kid, but I've been working in it, you know, marine fishing industry for almost 20 years now. The folks at Baitworks... Are some of my favorite people I've ever got to work with. It's they are a blast to work with. And uh and they're killing it, man. They're absolutely super aggressive and in their selection, their pricing's fantastic, and their shipping's even better. Use code Duncan-10 at bait-works.com. All right, last, but certainly not least, and I this is I'm missing this more than than anything right now in my life, but hang the banner. <laughs> Express boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas—the classic winning. I mean, high-performance aluminum bass boat. That X21 Pro, and I'm fixing to get that new bad boy as soon as I can make my way to Hot Springs. Maybe next, as soon as next week, and we're gonna start filming some videos on the new ride. We're fixing to take in the old LBL headquarters here down in the shop, and cannot wait. It's got the sea deck, bow to stern. I'm hooked up at that Yamaha show yet again got the new show on this one can't wait to see how that bad boy performs and power poles got my garments can't wait express x21 pro if you get a chance go riding one the x19 is also an ex just freaking amazing amazing boat And uh, I think that, you know, they have a boat for you, even if it's not the 19 or the 21. They have a huge line. Bay boats, they got the Veranda pontoon line as well. So find something there from those folks at Hot Springs, Arkansas. Support the people that support what you like. Express boats, building excitement since 1966. So them last few episodes have just been, I mean, what? They've been fired. Even the people that hate my guts have had to watch them, and that's what I love the most. Like it's 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 uh you know it's funny when you when you know people are just like yeah yeah I got I don't want to but I got to, and so we we've had a lot of fun. There's been a lot of it it went from being a real boring time in the industry to to now um, here we are like there's all kind of crap popping off. Uh, But I want to say this week, congrats to Michael Neal on his second. Pro circuit angler of the inner road that is a crazy feat to me I've known Mikey a long time he is uh, he's always been just one of those dudes that's always going to be around him he's always going to catch him, and then he is in his freaking prime right now uh, I mean good God it's 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 crazy to watch but fellow Tennessee boy that uh, is doing doing big things he got married this year he's, he's just he's got a lot going on but he's catching them up and congrats to Kyle Hall on taking that event there at Champlain home and just live scope, live scope, live scope. That's what it looked like from the outside looking in, certainly. And from some guys I talked to that were in the event, they are just like, yeah, there's people just roaming around the middle of the lake with live scope, just catching them up. So certainly has changed everything. There's no doubt about that. Man, that lake showed out. Good Lord, the weights were just insane. I've been there many times, and I don't think I've ever seen it that good. It It was impressive what those guys call. And the pro circuit weights all year have been just stupid good. Good Lord. Me and Brad Knight were talking about that this week. Like, you got to catch them, catch them on the pro circuit. You always have, but good Lord, right now, it's just, it's vicious what has happened over there on that MLFLW pro circuit. So, uh, seven dudes I think I read are going to uh, get BPT invites. John Hunter, Matt Becker, who's been trying, you know, he's he's a fantastic angler. He's going to keep making noise. Uh, he He made it, made it in there. There are several of them. It's terrible that I don't remember all the names. I need to look it up real quick. And give them a shout out. Two seconds. Two seconds. We will do it. Yeah, Spencer Sheffield. Which no shocker there. He took a break from pro fishing for a little bit, but he's he's just absolutely nasty. <laughs> he's catching them up. Uh, Spencer Josh Butler shout out to Josh he's a damn fish catcher from Alabama Matt Becker Nick LeBron James Mitch Crane John Hunter and Jacob Wall have all got an invite if they want it so that's seven people of course you're going to have some guys leave you're going to have some guys get bumped but I think you're going to have in it's going to be interesting to see who stays who goes who retires who you know I know Tim Horton said he's retiring Uh, so that's a spot going back to them as well. You had Justin Lucas, Dakota Ebert, and Michael Neal all finishing the top ten of the points, so those spots go back to BPT guys. So that's three that won't get bumped. They said it was the bottom ten. They haven't done that yet, ever. So we'll see if this is the year that they actually send some guys home that are dwelling around that bottom line. The problem they have, one of the problems they have, is there are a lot of owners in that bottom ten, if, if I've done my math correct so it'd be interesting to see uh, how and some legends of the sport even so it'd be interesting to see how they handle that situation um, sometimes they don't handle situations well right let's let's just all be honest as recent as what we've seen with text message gate that they've been uh, that they botched and swept under the rug so uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to to see something that as funny as I talked to uh, John Cox Cox watch <laughs> I talked to I talked to John and he had a he had a rough event there at Champlain but he was in the top ten. And he told me how he requalified. He was going to try to fish all three again next year. <laughs> He's a freaking idiot. <laughs> I told him I said you're an idiot. You you're a glutton for punishment, John boy. But yeah, he uh, he he missed out. He just just barely missed it. So now he doesn't have to make that choice. Maybe a fish MPFL. Then we'll have two John Coxes. All 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 the Coxes on the MPFL next year. Maybe I'm going to try to twist his arm. Try to twist his arm to get him over there. But, uh, yeah, Bass Pro Tour is going to be interesting to see what they do. And I'm going to end all this talk about – because we, we, went, we went hard in the paint, Zach Burge. I appreciate all the kind words and everybody that listened last week and, and sent messages or commented about, about Zach and I's podcast. And I appreciate Zach being open and honest because I know that's, that's not easy to do. There aren't a lot of guys that will stick their necks out in this sport for a lot of different reasons. And uh, whether it be sponsor, whether it be whatever, and he's one of the brutally honest ones that will actually speak up. And at the end of the day, every pro fisherman is a customer of the league. They fish, they all pay to fish. The leagues need them more than they need the leagues. Ultimately. That's just true. And, and, I think it's it's crazy the amount of fear that most anglers have of getting their wrists slapped or getting in trouble. Oh, my God, it might cost me getting an article written about me. That means absolutely nothing at the end of the day because the social media and the things we've seen happen in this industry, man, it, you don't have to tiptoe around it if it's it, – call balls and strikes. Call balls and strikes like Sam George says. Call balls and strikes. They got to have you. Now, granted, if you leave – There'll be some other dope that just agrees with everything they say that will take your place on any league because there are so many guys wanting to do it. I understand that, but I appreciate people like Zach Burge so much for freaking speaking up about just dumb stuff, man. They've got a lot of good things going on over there, but then crap like this is just stupid. And then I'm going to leave it on this this note, but if you get caught cheating, if you get caught cheating and you're not sorry for it, and you blame your fellow anglers you're exactly exactly what everybody already knows you are and that's all i'm going to say and there were there were 79 dudes in a meeting that were like uh, when when a certain man got up and spoke that that all left the meeting like did he just did he just blame us and also say he never cheated even though it's in black and white like come on man come on so it's it's absurd um it is what it is. It is what it is. At this point, nothing's gonna happen and it will ultimately go away. I'm glad that Burge was open and honest, and I'm glad so many of those guys have spoken up over there and uh and that <laughs> I have a platform where we can do that and and not be, you know, uh not be ridiculed for it and, and send out the info out, out into the out into the interwebs that needs to be told just because. I feel like it's important to pull back the curtain. We're selling dreams to high school kids and, and college kids and things like that, and I, I want them to know that it, it's not it's it's not always a it's not always f- a fair competition, and it's not. And, and and look, that's not just a Jeff Sprague problem. Talked it last week. That's an entire industry problem that goes on way more than anybody knows. And uh, I hope this is a wake up call to anybody that's out there sneaking around, sending them texts or or calling folks on the phone and trying to uh, trying to get them dots. That it's a wake up call to them, and maybe it'll it'll slow some of that down. Hopefully, hopefully so. All right, all right, so. Uh, The dude we're going to have in studio with us, he's on his way right now, so I'm going to take a quick break before he gets here. But he's one of my all-time favorites, absolutely. He's been on the show many times, one of the first one of these we ever did he was on. And this show starts, why it's always important for me to do an August show with this dude. First of all, he's one of my close friends in life. I consider him like a little brother. Love him and his wife to death. But he is... uh, He's a Forestwood Cup champ. He won the cup the year we started. We were there, the first LBLs. We did this. I talked about this last year, and I'll talk about this every year as long as he agrees to do this with me. And uh, he is former – I will say former because Forcewood Cup's gone. Forestwood Cup champ. He is currently on the Elite Series. He's fighting for his life there right now. Uh, and he's – most importantly, he's Cooper's dad with one more on the way. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get him here in just a minute. Justin – Atkins. Okay, as promised, here he is—the man, the champ, the myth, the legend, and and somebody I'm grateful to call one of my best buds, Justin Atkins. Thanks for doing this again. August, we got to <sighs> we got to keep our track record going. Yeah, it's
3: just it's becoming an annual August. It, it
2: it has been. I said that before you came on. I didn't even honestly realize the time frame we were in, and it hit me. I was doing the intro, and I said that this is a podcast for August 8th, which is my anniversary, and I was like, dang, it's August. Because yep. like, what was the date on that tournament? I can't remember. Was it mid? I want to say it
3: was eleventh through the thirteenth. I was going to say we're right there. Like mm-hmm. this week will be
2: be five gum years. You spent all that money yet? Oh yeah,
3: long time ago.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the three three hundred grand went quick, and then Cooper came along and it went even faster. Yeah, You're like, hey, that's you, right. you want you want the uh, four wheeler? What do you what do you want,
3: little buddy? No, get... that's one thing about it. I did pay a lot of things off, which is smart. So that helps. The only thing that I let somebody talked me out of, was paying my house off. And yeah. I don't know why. It was like they went super deep into like tax stuff. And like, you shouldn't do that because you need this, Chris. And I'm like, yeah. five I've years later, that. I'm still like, I still should have just done that. I think
2: everybody gives you advice for a situation they've never been in. Though, yeah. right? You know what yeah, I mean? How yeah. like, I many buddies, you know, that just get handed a $300,000 check and yeah. can pay off their crap? And- well, because
3: think about it like this. My house then was $150,000. Now it's like two hundred and forty or something. So, you so had I bank. paid it off, I'd have made a hundred yeah, grand on yeah, my investment. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm just like, I I should have done that. I, I think for me. And I let me back up. I haven't had my house appraised. Yeah. With, but look, oh no, dude. I'm just gonna take the, a stab the, at that the
2: number. place you're sitting but, right now. <clears throat> what we gave for it five years ago, and what it's like. I've had two real estate mm-hmm. agents in my hometown. Like, would you guys like to sell? Because this is what. You could get for it. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't
3: replace That's right. you can't it
2: replace for that. It. That's right. Like Marissa right. called me one day. She's like, one of her best friends is a, is a real estate mogul around here. It sells more crap than anybody I know. And, and she's always working a deal, you know. And she's like, hey, uh, she just called me and said, uh, we could get X for this and Luke. I said, okay, good. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got land. Like this is, I like to deer hunt here. Like I'm like, well, where are we going to go? Yeah. We're going to build a house somewhere on 30 acres that's that we right. own? Like, we got a deal on this when we bought it. Like, that's that right. doesn't exist right now. That's it right. might come back around, but. Well,
3: that's right. I mean, it's like you said. You can't replace it for what you're going to sell it for. For you me. Know, to get apples and apples. We're,
2: we're all, unless you're just super fortunate, you've won the lottery or whatever, we're all tied down to the banks. And mm-hmm. that's just the way the world works. For me, if I could do anything, it would be pay off my house because it's the most expensive thing that I've got. Mm-hmm. And I think that and it's that's the most important thing you got. Most important thing, and I think the freedom of being able to go, you know what, I could take a chance on X, Y, or Z Correct. if I had that paid off. You know, I think, and that's something that a lot of folks don't ever get to do. Correct, um, but I have heard that that you don't want to. If y'all comment. I'm sure you. Yeah, will. I, I, I don't like,
3: remember what the deal was. Why I, I, I remember that. they were very adamant that I shouldn't yeah. do it. It would be better in the long run. Yada yada, whatever. But every month when I dial that number and give them a thousand bucks, I'm like, yeah, I just paid that well, off.
2: That's, that's how I am with, uh, like, I don't understand people that, I mean, I do understand it, but like paying off cars. Like, that's, it's great. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I still kind of like, even though there's interest, whatever, I like using their money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like on something like, because a vehicle's a necessary evil, I think you're going to be upside down in it. And thanks for tuning in to Low Budget Life where we're giving you financial advice. <laughs> These are two people you should never take financial advice from because Justin and I are like this. So, I mean, this is why I, Brad Knight's this way, another one of our friends. If I see it and I want it and I want it, we're going to I try it. to figure out a way to get it. Even if it might cause World War III with the triple threat, even if Tess Miss Tessa gets mad,
3: things happen. Yeah. Like I I am very I am I am the spender at my house. There's three new Matthews Bows hanging up in my shop. That, <laughs> that
1: say, will speak to this. Uh, that speak yes. To this. Yes,
3: it doesn't matter. Somehow man. or another, a new one shows up every November. I don't this know about that. This is it
2: definitely is the reason Dave Ramsey doesn't listen to Low Budget Live. He'd be <laughs> mortified by anything I do in my life. But also, I said this is the first show. I'm living my best life right now. Right now, today, I feel like I'm living my best life. Yeah, there are things that drive me crazy. But I have a damn good time. Yeah. And one of these days, I'm on a clock out. And I'm going to know, you know what? At least I bought that bow I wanted.
3: At least I bought that stupid rod and reel that I shouldn't have bought. Well, I got the day coming sooner than later that my kid's going to want some things. and It's probably going to cut into some things that I want.
2: Buddy, I got five of them. I still still buy for myself. Screw (laughs) (laughs) them. No, we do. That's where we're at right now in life is we do too much for them. And I do too much for Luke. So then I get to looking at the end of the month. I'm like, better tighten
1: up. Better yeah. get another sponsor. Better, better go yeah. sell some boat
3: parts. Yep, yeah, I heard that. Them
2: kids. Because right now we got Harper just finished school. Charlie going into college. Wes is fixing to be uh driving. Hudson's 15. Going to be driving next year. And I'm like, and it's always, and and the boys grow so fast. You're, you're seeing that with Cooper already. But dude, wait till they get like five, six, seven. And it's like. But but we just bought you an entire new wardrobe mm-hmm. and shoes. You outgrew those. Hudson wears a bigger shoe than I do as a freshman in high school. I wear a size twelve. He's in a thirteen, and he went from like an eight to a thirteen quicker than you've ever seen. No. And dude, now when you go from little kid shoes to them big boy shoes, they get expensive. And he's like, "Hey, I got I need them Jordans, now. Yep. I need them Jordans. I got to get whatever for school." And I'm like, "Gosh." He he went back to school shop. I'll tell a story on him real quick, and then we'll then we'll talk fishing because I know y'all are just you know over this probably, uh, but it's real life. Everybody knows real life stuff. He's been working this summer. He's been working for his uncle, and uh, his uncle runs this this local oil distribute distribu, distribu- <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> distribution center, and uh, like if you go buy a quart of oil at a convenience store around here, like he probably sold it to him. He sells Startron too. Ding uh got it in there got it in there uh no. but Hudson is you know 14 and and Jason is my ex-brother-in-law great guy and he uh he's like you want a job you want to work and and Hudson says yeah and he said I know you're a great young man you go you're smart you're gonna go on and do good things but you need a little sweat equity and he asked me if it was all right and I said absolutely and Hudson has worked like 40 hours a week all summer unless he had basketball practice making 10 bucks an hour. He's been saving his money. But we went back to school shopping. I was so proud of him because there were these ridiculous shoes he wanted. And I can remember having these conversations with my mom when we go back to school shopping. I'm like, i gotta, I got to have them Reebok pumps or whatever it was. Whatever the hot shoe that like Shaq was wearing, yeah. I might as well have been Shaq. You know, little five-foot-nothing white me in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. I'm like, do you see how high Shaq jumps? No, and he's like you
3: eight. You had in. them the, the skates popped out the bottom of
2: Dude, that was before my time but I would have or after my time <laughs> but I would have had them. Listen, I would have had light up shoes. I was that kid. That's my 11-year-old. He's Mini Luke. I would have had all he's had all that. I would have had Rider Man. I would have had all that stuff. But these shoes were way more than I was willing to spend money on. And he pulls out his eyes wallet looking at me and he says, "You split them with me?" And I said,
3: no. You said no, you can pay the, for the whole thing. And he
2: did. he did. but I was like life lesson. Yeah. But he worked all summer and I said if you want that, yeah. You've worked and I'm like, buddy, I you outgrow shoes so fast I think it's crazy to spend that kind of money, but hey, it's your money. And I thought he would be like he kind of balk and go, "Well, I want this." He goes, "All right." Yeah, I just want. And you know what? I love that moment in yeah. life I'm like, "Hey, do do it, do it to it." And we'd spent whatever on clothes and all kind of crap that day, but he's like, and then he went uh, with his mom back to school. So he told me, he's like, got another pair of shoes. I'm like, hey, slow down, homie. Like, <laughs> save some of that money. But, dude, I think yeah. that's, uh, I don't know. That's That was one of the things we were going to talk about is, like, the realities of life, the realities of proficient and hard work. And, man, like, no matter what line of work, everybody listen to this. Like, no matter how where you're at in life, like, life's hard right now yeah. for a lot of folks. Like, inflation. <clears throat> so oh, the cost yeah. of living is yeah. is crazy right now. And in your world, it, it's just triple what it has uh, no, been when you started my in 2017.
3: Expenses, my expenses have gone up three times as much as they were this time last year. It really dawned on me when we were at Pickwick. Um, stayed at my own house. Put the boat in 10 minutes from my house every day, you know. But I would stop and fill up um, right down the street on the way home or the way to the lake. And – start the week, whatever, it's time of month, I had to pay my credit card off, so I paid it off, whatever, we got done at the end of the week, and I was like, I just wonder what I spent on fuel, and I looked, and I spent like $2,200 on fuel that week, Jeez. and I stayed at my house, I didn't drive nowhere, other than during the tournament, you had to I go to camp, up. yeah, I went to camp, four days, 40 minutes away, four days in a row, but still, I spent two grand at my house, and I'm like... Let that sink. I ain't yeah. making no dang money like this. No. I spent a $5,000 entry fee, spent two grand in gas, and I didn't even have to worry about you, anywhere to you stay. You top-tened it. And I top-tened it. How much,
2: how much was that check?
3: I think I got 17 or 18. Which is a great oh, great yeah. week's
2: work, but when you look oh, at yeah. it, you're like, dang. Yeah, I mean, because no. people are like, damn, you just won 17 grand, but then you, that's got to go to yeah whatever else. Oh, entry yeah. fee so goes fast, right back to, right, yeah. I
3: turn around and hand it right back. So fast forward, we go to New York. I didn't make any money. I got a $10,000 check for finishing 15th. I'd made this much, this many dollars. On that trip. Yeah. I mean, it cost me like $1,500 to get up there and back in the truck. Um, I spent $150 every day in the boat. I mean, there's nowhere close on Ontario. You know what I mean? Like by no. Because I wanted to fish in Canada, and I can't put in in Canada. You, you were
2: taking the fight right so to the Johnsons. Had, That's
3: what absolutely. I like. You were just yeah, like, no. I'm,
2: hey – Guess who's here? The first pro to ever be from Oakland, Alabama is here.
3: That's exactly right. You strutted.
2: You strutted your ass. together. Yep,
3: that's exactly right. So you put in. You got to put in in America. You ride over there. around right. check stuff all that. I mean, I'm spending a hundred something dollars a day. So I spent another thousand in the boat. That's twenty five hundred. Somewhere to stay for a week's thirty five hundred. Buy some food for five hundred. So I say it's nine. That's nine. I mean. That makes it 9000 after entry fee. That's going pretty light on it. So 1000 bucks at best. Now let me back up because Tessa went with me to that. I was so going to family
2: was gonna say family traveling I was going to say Tessa
3: went with me to that because I'm about to have a child. That's the last one she's going to get to go to. So I rented a car for the week, which was $600 <laughs> for her to have transportation with Cooper. And so I made 400 bucks. I get it, I get it. The rental car's extra. I get it. I could have done without that. But and this is not you. This is not Justin Atkins bitching about anything.
2: This yeah, is just. Yeah, this, this, this just is just. We want. Yes, what well, like, he said. What you what you want to talk about today? And I said, Duke, because we just always we talk a ton. And I'm like, I want to talk about with with all that's going on with like the opens change and the people like the uproar. I'm like, dude, there are just so many realities to this, and this is what yeah. I've commented back to everybody on the opens. Like, well, I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to do that. And I'm like, I don't think you realize yeah. that if you make it through a single division, what it actually entails when you get there. And, and that's not making fun. I just no think, no no like I real. do think people do not realize. Well.
3: And that's what I and like like you said, that's not I'm not complaining at all. Like I so love my high job PG, Yeah, it's what you get to do. Do it like fish for a living. And like I was saying, you know, the rental car's extra, but the rest of that stuff I've got to eat. Yeah, I could have eaten a peanut butter and jelly every meal the whole week. Yeah, say, yeah whatever, but still I still would have spent eighty five hundred dollars. You know, sleep in your truck. Okay, I spent eight grand. So I yeah. made $2,000 yeah, That's
2: interesting. And that's right. before
3: I've paid any taxes. Because I don't,
2: I know people that cut corners, whether it's fishing, whether it's playing music. And it is funny, like those creature comforts, you give up and you mm-hmm. think you're saving so much. And then it's like, we we're talking about camping, going tent camping. Like I took the boys up in August to Wisconsin, or August, we're in August now, uh, back in last part of June <laughs> or whatever. And uh, dude, by the time I get up there with all the stuff, yes, you do save money, campsites or whatever, but it's like, it's extra you know the work going into whatever you come in from fishing all day you gotta cook over a fire like it was fun but it's still it's not like rolling up to a hotel or vrbo and you're just done like you pull in plug your batteries in you can rest up go to bed get a shower whatever and i loved every second of camping but even that like there are dudes that do that you cut those corners and you look and you're like well I save 200 bucks and that and that does matter i it doesn't matter 200 dollars
3: is still a lot like of I'm money like i'm talking to and over the course of the year you've saved 2 grand that's
2: right but what what would you give up to do it and that yeah. kind of thing like and, and does the, those things like sleeping in the truck camping do that you know does that hurt your performance overall like that that's cuz if you're not sharp, you're not on your game, like you miss a fish, you're tired because you've been up swatting mosquitoes all night in
1: the tent. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't
2: know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's where
3: I get with it. Is, well, is, I, I just love to feel kill. like overall there's just been this fake pipe dream that's been sold to the world. I love It's it. like, yeah. oh, you make. The Bassmaster Elites or you make the BPT and life like is this. just good. Dear
2: Justin, here's a check for a yeah, million dollars. You're gonna yeah, make you go.
3: all this sponsor money. They're gonna be banging on your door. Your phone ain't gonna ring. The heavens don't open let up. Let me let you know. When they you make bite the buddies going yeah, your buddies Dude, okay. Hell yeah, great job. Yeah. Ain't nobody else calling you. No. You better get to knocking. And yeah, of course it gives you an accolade, but dude, they're not. Like oh, we'd love to be your title sponsor. Here's a hundred grand. That's that's not gonna happen. And I think that's what yeah. so many people think goes on. They're like, Justin gets fish the elite series. He makes all this money and just fishes all the time. And Life's just easy for Justin. And I'm like, yeah, Justin didn't get a check five tournaments this year. He's broke. <laughs> you know, uh, like
2: well, that's what I was gonna ask because you you've you've been hooked up with with companies like Pure Fishing. That's your title deal for you. And just to kind of pull back the curtain, I know you count on tournament earnings because you've always been a like assassin at getting checks since your first, I mean, hell, you top tens your first freaking FLW ever and then win the cup in the same year. Do you guys count on that though? Or are you at a point now, you're two years into your league series career, you're five years into being a, a professional, whether it was the tour, BPT, what have you. Is that something though like when those check like when you have a rough week?
3: Is that something you're like? You sweat. So I'm at a point where, like, if I don't cut a check all year, I can still make my house payment, but I don't need to be buying bows. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Amen. That's, a, like, that's that's where I'm at in life. But it's like here's the catch twenty two to that: when you're not cutting checks, those that mailbox money goes away because they're like, well, he's not getting the advertisement. That's, it's direct it, correlation. Yeah, a direct correlation. Like, it's, it's direct correlation. Yeah, there's yeah. not ever a. There's not ever a safe spot where it's like, okay, well, i am making enough sponsor money. If I catch them good, if I don't catch them, whatever. Because if you're not catching them, then that money just, you know, because that's, that's I mean. Unless you've got, got something got crazy some,
2: going on outside
3: of it, which very yeah, few guys do. Shooting a TV show, have an awesome YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah. something like that, where you have something else to offer. It costs a stable, lot to do all that, too. It costs a yeah. ton. I mean, I talk to Paul and Nick about his all the time, and I mean, I'm like, and his
2: is fantastic. Wow! And it's a it's a it, to me just sidebar. It's amazing what that he does that. Mm-hmm. I did it for a year on FLW. Nobody wanted to watch my crap because I'm not Brandon Paul it. But no, actually, a lot of y'all watched it. And I appreciate it. And Austin Boyd killed it. And it cost me a fraction because I talked to Brandon before not I sure. did that. But but even the added like Kyle always in your face, good, bad or ugly, like it's adds stress. Like, dude, I would. There were times yeah. I'd be like, Hey, Austin, yeah. I'd be like, Turn the camera off. Like I'd beat something would happen, something would break on the boats. I'd be like, "Hey, Mm -hmm. no, like we're not sharing this." So for me, I applaud him in the heat for performing with. My gosh, dude, look at that! Like it's he's got to line up camera boats, he's got to line up, and he's got to play to the camera. He's got and dude, he just
3: just wrecking
2: house. Like Uh he is, he's something. And I know you and him Uh have gotten to be really close in the last few years. But even his last one sharing that. Yeah. moment of his daughter being born while he's rushing home. Like, that's the reality of this. Like, you're uh, you're staring down the barrel of your second kid coming, little baby girl Atkins, yeah. and two events to go, and it's right in baby time.
3: Yeah. No, no, we went to the doctor two days ago, and he was like, all right, when are we trying to have this? And I was like, not any sooner than we've got to. So essentially the due date is the day after – Lacrosse finishes.
2: Okay, so we got, as far as on a calendar.
3: There's – Cooper came two weeks early, so we don't – I don't know.
2: And, it, hey, Coop's a wrecking ball. Yeah. So he's gone he, – yeah.
3: he started like my boys did.
2: He yeah. came in early, came in hot, and he,
3: he Coop's, and it ain't Coop's the man. Yep. Coop's the man. But, so anyway, so just circling back on the yeah. whole sponsor thing, it's like uh, – You know, I I don't know. I I do. I have great sponsors, um, and I really haven't had any issues there as far as, like, you know, saying you got to catch them to uh, continue to get that money and the whole nine yards. But, like, something happens, I get cut off the Elite Series this year. Like, yeah, I'm going to have some hard talks with some people because I'm sure they're going to want to cut back. That's what I
2: was going to ask. So, because I know, like, TH Marine, working for them in sales, we've been bought out you know, a couple times. And and listen, I I make no buts about uh, I love working there. It's been, you know, uh, I feel like I'm good at my job, whatever. But I have sold a lot of stuff over the years. Like, I got a great track record there. I've, But, dude, it it is very much a mentality when you get new owners and things change, what have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. Like, it don't matter your resume. Yeah, And I feel like that's the world more now than it ever has been. And I feel like in the professional fishing industry, they're like, oh, great, you won the Forestwood Cup five years ago. Awesome. What have you done? For, I mean, I do, mm-hmm. and I, and I wanted to know, ask you, like, because you are you you are facing.
3: I'm bubble boy.
2: Right? Yeah, you're bubble boy. You're facing an uphill battle now. Granted, your year started way worse than you wanted it to. You and I talk a ton. I know you've been through it, but then you've got it on the on the tracks. You top ten Pickwick, fifteenth up north, St. Lawrence, which you might as well just move to. It's like your home. Lake. I would how much you figured it out, but you've jumped like 30 places in the standings yeah. in the last three events or whatever. Yeah. Mathematically, where do you have to be to hang around? Do you know that number in your head? Like, do you, yeah. I know you got to catch whatever you catch everywhere you go. It doesn't yeah. matter.
3: That's right. But
2: do you have something in your head like you, where to you think, have a chance? I need to move up 12 more spots in two terms. 12 spots. Yeah. So, not as, because I thought the first year, I thought you were like, maybe 40, 40 ish where you had to be an AO. I couldn't remember.
3: I may have been wrong. It's on that. such a move It's a moving target. Long story short, it's such a moving target. Okay. So depends on how many boats we're gonna fish. Depends on who quits, who retires, who doesn't take an opens invite, who doesn't take the nation invite, whatever. So all that's always moving. Okay. It's it that's such a it's such a complex system and really I, like, I've dreamed my whole life of fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series strictly because I want to fish a classic. Absolutely. A thousand, that's, that's my life goal is to fish in the Bassmasters Classic, period. And, honestly, I feel like added stress from just wanting to make that happen has hurt some performance. Like, I mean, dude, I just get tore up about that crap. Just cause
2: you wanna roll in and listen just, with rap
3: music, Blair. Yeah, that's that's your whole just, that's just, it. I just wanna You've said it in. right
2: here on the show multiple times. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason that you it. fish bass.
3: That's it. Otherwise
2: you just like mow grass or something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so it's like um crap, lost my train of thought. Anyways, so I, that's all I wanna do my Added whole life. stress from trying to yeah. make the classic. Well, in I'm super fortunate to be able to fish the elites, but I just made it at a terrible time with my class because the way that everything's kind of worked out. And I get it, you know, bass was shooting from the hip. Second time you qualified too. Second Second time, time, that's right. If I took it the first time, I'd be golden because I'd have been in that original class when it's nineteen when when everything split and all that. But. You know, COVID year happens. They let those guys fish three years, then they had to come back, and they made a huge cut last year. Well, when you do that, the way they do the points is off of an average of where you finish. Well, that class of 19 only had 74 people. Well, they double cut. Well, that makes the average have to be a 50. When you cut 24 from 74, your average is a 50, period. So um, I really, just a few of us have kind of gotten stuck in a bad spot here. I get it. Catching them helps. If you catch them, you ain't going to say if
2: you're top 10 AOI two years in a row, then this conversation do not even matter. That's right. All of our problems can be solved by catching more fish. We always say that. That's right. Because somebody's
3: going to be like, hey, you should have just called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I hear you. But it's so hard.
2: Your point is, I know, is to get to the damn mountaintop is a grueling, grueling thing. That's right. And I'm just shaking a frog at you. And I don't know
3: why. I'm just (laughs) like, ah, Bass Master. Yeah. I so, don't know. <laughs> anyways, you're shaking. Like his. I said, this it, this is not like I'm not throwing yeah. darts at anybody. No, 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 I'm no. just talking about real It's reality. It's people want to be about. a professional fisherman. You I'm go. letting you in on what it's like. This is yep. it. So I quit a job to be where I'm at. Whole nine yards. Make it on a year that put me really in a bad spot because this. So I have to have a running average of a 50 to circle back where we're at because that's what it is. <laughs> because they cut 24 out of that original class of 74. So that makes it a 50. Well, I fished against 100, and then I fished against 94. So I have to beat half the field twice. Mm-hmm. Beating half the field, you can't have an off year. No. And I've had two. You can't have an off tournament. Really. That's right. I mean, I've had two off years. I had an off year last year. Kind of got it back together. Started Almost out, won the St. Lawrence. That's right. Almost won the St. Lawrence. And then that's when we left there is when all this really set in. Because I didn't even care. I'm like, whatever. It's the worst year I ever have in my career, blah, blah, blah. Well, then it all sets in that I'm like, hold on, let me start doing this math. Oh, crap. I'm in a big hole because I've got to be an average of 50 while I finished 68. So i got to make a 42. Yeah, I think that's what we said. No, a 32, 30. I can't remember whatever the math. We went to county school, both of us. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. (laughs) He went to Mississippi State. So, (laughs) Well, let's see here. Uh, 18 from 50 will be a 32. (laughs) So, I mean, I've got to finish in the 30s. You know, obviously people are going to have bad years, which will run that back down. But if they're going to keep the cut the same, cutting the same amount, which is 13 every year to bring in – 12 from the opens, one from the nation. And I'm figuring all this up. I'm like, I gotta have like a freaking mid-30s finish this year, which is fine as long as you catch some. You know what I mean? I go to two tournaments and don't catch them. Well, shit, like 30s are <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: hard all of a sudden. And you're you, know? you started off, you're like, you you called them in St. John's, you're like, all right, all right, we're back. And then you had some rough ones. And yeah. I don't remember you're like, damn, dude. I just don't. Uh-huh. And then you had a couple rough opens and but now, how are you feeling though on the water? Because, dude, let's just be I honest. Finally
3: got to where I'm. Just like I don't even care. It's gonna work out. Like how it's gonna work I, out. You know, I'm. I know. I just said a four lettered word. I apologize. My mom might watch this. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Atkins. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, dude. I'm. I mean, I'm. I just believe God's gonna take care of me, like it, He has up to this point. Yeah, when I it, started the tour, dude, I didn't have no money, and I was like, eh, None. You were in a Z seventy one, son. You didn't with a care. screwdriver stuck in the window so it wouldn't fall down, yeah. like. And now, and a an like, hat like
2: this, walking up, you're like, Hey, Justin's here, top ten. And I'm like, Justin's here because yeah. I met you right before that. We all we've talked about that on the show a bunch, but I met you right before you started. And I was like, Damn, he's confident. Like he's and and Jimmy Mason, uh, who introduced us, said. Oh, he's gonna catch a man, and like I had been around you in ABTs a couple times, but I didn't, I didn't know you at all. Had heard of you, and then you just blaze through the tour like oh this is no big deal yeah. and then freaking win the cup and then the next year go back and finish third in finish the cup third, right and won an open that year yeah one an
3: open and and unfortunately didn't fish the other ones or you'd have got your yeah. classic dream right there no but well, i'd fished them all that was the only year they didn't let are you, you kidding get, me that was the only year oh
2: my god i did not realize that was up. the technicality on that you know what hank weldon <laughs> you know what <laughs> chris Bose? you text me right now Text me right, dang! I forgot that they did away with
3: it that year. Yeah. Holy crap! So, not to get too far off of, work, no, I know, right? but like, dang, dude, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, I say all they that, they had about that your, championship that year. That's right, the Open Championship, That's and I right. was in second going into the last day. That's of right, year and caught one bass.
2: And I remember. So, the reason I bring up your accolades, though, just just to combat anybody that might say, "Well, you got to catch them better," you dude. You belong a. This is what I was going to say. You're talking about God's plan, and, and you know you'll, you'll be taken care of. You always have been, and I and I believe that. But what I believe about you is you will always catch them to be around this industry. It's not like th- there are guys, and this is no offense, but there are guys that get have been bounced from the elites that should be bounced from Bass Pro Tour, that should be, you know, not fishing toy. Look at me, dude. I fished the FLW two or five years. Less than stellar. Shot my shots every now and then, but... Dude, I, I don't need to be on the Elite Series. Like that's not a that's not a knock on myself, but like I can catch fish. But dude, you are one of the top professionals in the sport. Like I believe that with my with everything I got. I fished with you a good bit. I know you, I know the work you put in. I know your thought process on it. So that's what I'm saying is like, yes, it it sucks that you fell into this situation because you have had two off years, but you belong there. And I know you'll be there whether you got a fight to get back. Through the elites this year and these last you got two more shots to fight or through the opens. Like I just yeah. I just feel like that's why I want to say all
3: that. Well, and that's really I mean, you know, I start the year and I'm like, okay, I got to do this, I've got to finish here, I got to and dude, it just it built and it built and it built and I got kids at home, I got bills to pay, I got another kid on the way, you know, I get that information about Harris Chain as I'm like out there trying to catch a twelve pounder off the bed and I can't get it to bite and you know, and like it just starts spiraling. And-
2: hey, I want to circle back. Information that, is, that his wife was pregnant, not information about a 12-pounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> There's no. some things going on every now and then
3: out here right now in this <laughs> yeah. wild world. I just want to say that. Let me clarify.
2: <laughs>
1: clarify that no.
2: real quick. We don't want anybody I- to edit that the wrong way. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I find out that I'm having another child about the time <laughs> That's when the, the important changed. the most important information. While I'm having a terrible tournament. <laughs> um, but anyways... You know, so things just kind of spiral out of the way, and that's something circling back to Brandon. He always talks about. It. He's like, you can control your mental state, mm-hmm. and I've sat and talked to him about that. And like, I'll complain. I'm like, but dude, this crap shouldn't be this way, blah, blah. And he's like, I know, but you can't handle that. That's not you're That's not something you can control. Do you? Th- I think he's got the best outlook of anybody in the sport. a sport. Thousand percent, he does. And he so, does. like, it's his
2: his take on life in general. He and I have some. If I ever shared the text message conversations he and I've had over the years about different things, he's just an he's an amazing human to talk to Mm -hmm. about stuff. We're we're, we're lucky to have him in the industry and sharing himself like through the videos. Circling back to that, but like that's that's awesome, man. He's like, hey, get out your damn head, dude. Yeah, that's right. That's
3: right. I mean, he's just always straight up with me. He's like. I understand. I hear what you're saying, but you cannot control that. Mm-mm. That's not doing you anything. Can't ha-
2: you can't control losing a fish necessarily. You can't, you know,
3: a bad break, somebody being on a spot like there's yeah. crap you can't control. And he's just like, you know what? He's like, control what you can control, and don't put the blame somewhere else. He's like, there's something you could have done better at some point That's to get out of this. So... And I'm like, okay. And we all Here. kind of get caught up in that. Yeah, in I, everything, yeah, dude. Because all do. you know, you you. Yeah, you get caught up on something that, like I said, that I can't control. I can't control how many people fished in 19. I can't control that they want – and you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm not throwing darts at anybody when I say all this. We were all – they were just shooting from the hip. They had, you know, a complete new field start fishing. They had covid we don't even know if we're going to be in business. That's right. Bass fishing may come to an end. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't hear me wrong that I'm throwing darts because yeah. I'm not at all. It just a set of circumstances that worked out. We've talked about it in meetings, and they're like, yeah, we, I mean, we say it. We're going to get it fixed. I just got to survive this year to get it fixed. To get, to be one of the guys that gets to hang around and that gets to, hopefully wins know. angler
2: of the year next year.
3: And and that's and that's fine and dandy, you know, and that's that opportunity is still out there. I just need to catch some in the well, last two. What do you think for you to feel comfortable, like, leaving Hawaii?
2: what's that finish got to be for you to to feel good going into lacrosse, going, hey, I still got – I can still – if you got to move up, like, 12
3: spots or whatever. Doing the math, like, 235s will okay. do it. But here's – this is what I was telling Brandon another day. We're, this is we're not title this just the brandon
2: the um, brandon paulnik <laughs> yeah we should call him <laughs> brandon hey it's luke <laughs> and
3: justin here on the luke and justin podcast <laughs> anyways i was talking to him about it and i'm like you know this is this is truly the mentality that's gotten me in the situation i'm at is i'm worried about what have i got to finish to move up 12 spots when i've still got a shot to make the classic
2: very true
3: Two top tens and I might still make the classic. Five hundred points always makes it and two top tens will give me like four hundred and eighty-eight. So you get a couple double qualifiers, I could still you could get there. Still make it. So I've got to quit worrying about petty crap. That's that's the whole. And ultimately,
2: you're worry. going to catch what you're going to catch, right. and it's going to fall wherever. Like right. dudes that go, like, well, I just like I just I just need to go catch 15 pounds a day. Well, dude, you're, you're going to catch go, whatever you you're catch. You're going to
3: go catch the most you can catch every day. Yeah, Nobody exactly. ever thinks they can catch 24, but they go fish for 12. Yeah. Nobody. That's right. Like, that's exactly you're right. You're gonna. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm just gonna. I just need to focus on just catching the most I can catch. It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. And that's really where I got to it. Like, at Fork, I was worried about trying to just catch them. I was going to try to catch a big bag. They're going to get – it's going to get one out deep. I got to fish out deep. There's nine footers out here because it blew 6,000 miles an hour. (laughs) Every day. And I'm just out there trying to fish brush and nine footers, and I'm not catching crap. Where I should have just went to the bank and threw a spook down the just bank. Just wind it around. You just <laughs> just throw around. a swim bait around. Like it was so easy. But that's when I realized I'm like, you're making it too dang hard because you're so caught up. I remember talking to you before and Ford,
2: and you had this, you had a theory on like something you had learned this spring with Ford facing with active target, and you're like, man, I think this will be the deal. And you are telling me all this, and. We all do that, where you're going to mm-hmm. a place, and you're like, you know what, I think I got one. You and I mm-hmm. at Smith Lake in the open, which you, you called them, but you and I put in some prep work last year, and we're oh, like, man. oh, we got you all. Yeah. You know, you were telling me about something you were going to do. I was like, oh, well, you ain't going to outwork me. <laughs> so I went down there thinking, this is how you win. This is how you go to the Classic. You go put in the work, and guess what? I finished like 80th. All
3: right? like, And I didn't catch a bass off a single thing. Neither I did
2: on. I. Not one. Not one freaking – But. But that being said, like that's we all have those things going into tournaments, and that's the mm-hmm. same before. And most of the time, you and I at Cherokee this year in the Bass Open. Oh my lord, they caught them better than they've ever caught them anywhere. And you and I every damn it's like, damn dude, it's hard out here. a yeah. man, ain't it? And then all of a sudden, we got in that night. And we're like. And they
3: just it's easy, they just went down the bank. Guess what? It's easy, yeah. and we and you and I were I'm out like, there like, we're trying to... Oh, look,
2: oh, I got one. Yeah, I caught this one. Lives go, Yeah, look at this, doing this, doing that. And they're just like, this I had to go find a rock in 32, yeah. and I dropped and now, caught great one. Small now, Cooper caught him, he won he doing did. that. He I'm giving didn't. that, but most of them are just like this. I pull up on John Cannon, Finish second. He's throwing a spinnerbait, smoking a cigarette, going, going down, down the, bank. the bank, just flipping in three pound. He's like, Hey, Doug. Oh, he's biting this spinnerbait. I'm like, oh, oh, really? It's just that easy. And I watched him catch like ten. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, I'm glad I've been out here dragging a Ned head in 42 yeah. feet of water yeah, all week ew, like an it idiot. It was
3: definitely that easy.
2: But that's what I'm. But your fork but is a prime example of that too. That's like, right. dude, they're biting, but you're so convinced. That's the hardest thing about this sport at that level is this. I am going to get away from them. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And we all have because you're thinking. Dude, I gotta hit nothing but grand slams the rest of the year.
3: Correct. When ultimately I a top to forty the there, you to put the ball in play. top forty there, and this whole conversation is different right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The top forty there, and I'm only like thirty points out of classic. And then you go to Pickwick and top ten, then you fifteenth Saint Lawrence yeah. River, and it's like, that's right. Dang
2: it, dude. Well, are you uh, with Owahi, You've never been there. You didn't get to pre fish because life's just crazy, and it's hell. It's halfway across the world from where we live. What do you think about that? I mean, are you are you nervous about that event?
3: Do you no. feel like
2: you got a game plan of you've studied it enough, like from the elites being there
3: before, like, hey, this is what I'm going to go do? Well, and it's totally different than when they were there last time. They were there in June. I think the fish were like super postponed. Okay. Like super postponed.
2: So could it be um, better then weight-wise I think than weight wise than it wasn't? It's a then? lot
3: better okay. this trip. Um, the lake's down like 25 foot. That's awesome because that just hems them up. You know what I mean, and uh, so I don't know. I think we're gonna catch them. I think it's gonna be good. I like smallmouth. I don't know. I just get around oh, them yeah. for some reason. Yeah, um, always. You always have. So you know, I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see water clarity, what kind of wind we're gonna have that week, because that's a factor. That's a big factor out there. The only thing I'm hoping was the last time everybody talked about, um, you know, the guys that still fish the elites that have been out there let me clarify i've been talking to to random evil
2: he ain't been sending no ticks (laughs)
3: ain't
2: no ticks
3: um you know they talked about the wind blowing and how it would just make mud lines everywhere you know hackney was telling me that he thought he was going to catch like 20 pounds a day on the bank and then it just got crazy muddy on all the banks one thing i'm hoping with the lake 25 foot low maybe it's a little more protected from that wind
1: you know, a what little I'm more saying. turn. You know, turns because mm, the, that's what higher, they see.
3: There's a lot of higher banks because yeah, in that show yeah. you can see it looks like they're two foot from it, just running out. There yes, that's us. right. Yeah, you know. yeah, I remember that. Um It looks like somebody's cows are going to be in the yeah. water if it got any higher. So I'm hoping that maybe that will fix some of the muddiness. You know what's crazy about that event? I
2: looked at this for whatever reason uh, around Father's Day. I had Brandon on the Brandon Bolnick show, and <laughs> I was looking, we were talking AOI, and I looked up, and it was crazy out of the top 20 in that event. This was a wild stat to me because it hasn't been this way at a lot of events that I've looked at from the past. But like 18 of the 20 now fish PPT <laughs> that okay. were top 20 at that event. And so my my point to Brandon was.
3: There's a lot a of people a, have never seen that. And
2: Brandon was like 20th in that event. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, bro, if it's tight between you and John headed into Hawaii. Obviously, John's a fantastic angler, but I'm like, bro, you've been there, done that, know what they do there yeah. kind of deal. And he was like, well, don't take these guys for granted because this field, this is something oh, I want yeah, to get yeah. to. They're incredible and they're going to figure it out regardless of who's who and where's where, you know, who's where. But, uh, and then John is still not really within striking distance, I don't think, unless Brandon just. Well, Mullins is actually between. Oh, that's right. And... Sorry, Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave, who texted me the second he saw that I got a picture of Ric Flair, he was blowing me <laughs> up. He was so excited. It made me laugh. I hadn't talked to him in a
3: while. And he's like, you're serious right now?
1: This just happened in your life?
3: Yep. Woo, baby. Uh, uh, so anyways, yeah, Mullins is between them two. And Mullins would have been there last time. So both that's of them right. have got experience. experience there. Sorry, Mullins. Sorry to die. I'm just, there's too many
2: tournaments going on. I can't keep up with all of them on this yeah. show. So that's, uh. That's awesome, and Mullins has been right there in the last couple of years. Is, Dave's yeah. on a different level right yeah. now.
3: Yeah, he's caught him everywhere he goes here lately, and that's awesome. And he's due for a freaking win so yeah.
2: much. Oh yeah, uh, wouldn't it be funny if it happens at like somewhere like Lacrosse because that's the like the most anti-David Mullins kind of place I would ever. Because he's he is like he's an offshore. Yeah, like that's his deal. I mean, he can catch them doing whatever, but like Mm -hmm. for me, Mullins is an East Tennessee, yes. And so I hope he wins like lacrosse flipping. Like if you don't win, I hope (laughs) Mullins is like frogging and flipping. And they're like, oh, David Mullins flipping king. Like I I hope that's the case, but uh, he can certainly do whatever to be in contention for AOI. You've got to catch him a million different ways all year long. But, um, Congrats to David. Thanks to Bassmaster Analyst Justin Atkins straightening me out on the points. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't listen to half the crap I say because no research goes into any of this. Um, so let's talk, just just for folks at home, worst case scenario for you. So you, you don't... Say you average – you think you need a 35th. Say you average 40th. You get two checks at the end of the year, but you still – they call and they say, Justin, we're sorry. Yep. This is the list. You're the first dude out. Um, Obviously, this nine open deal for you, that's a lot of tournaments,
3: but it's, you uh, feel like it gives you a better chance to requalify. thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. We're going to kick the top right back off this anthill. <laughs> <laughs> Here, pour some fire shower on it. <laughs> yeah. This is fire shower. Yeah. So – um yeah, I mean I would, you know, just because it circles back to I just want to fish a classic, period. You know, obviously I'm not gonna put my kids in jeopardy of eating a meal to do it, but like that's 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 been the goal. Cooper can come live here anytime you know that. He's my boy.
2: <laughs> Cooper and I'll have some cocoa pebbles, you go do what you wanna do. <laughs>
3: here you go. Um you know, that's been the goal since day one and honestly. I don't remember, it's been a month ago now, or it was right before the St. Lawrence. Actually, the night before it started, I made a Facebook post that just said, I'm not sure when the Opens became the working man's tournament trail. Any professional trail. And if you think all I ever sacrificed was three weeks of work to be where I'm at, then you're mistaken. And it literally started a bonfire on Facebook. I mean, like, holy smokes. But, I mean, I mean that, and I'm, I'll am i say it here today. Like, if you think all I gave up was three weeks of stacking lumber to be here where I'm at, then, like, you know. Not the case. Not even kind of the case. And uh, But I just feel like fishing nine gives you the guy that's well-rounded. And that was a comment that I saw on there. They're like, well, you're going to have to fish some places that you don't know or you're not very good at. <laughs> And I'm like, what? What are you gonna do when you gotta pay five grand to go? And fish then go to
2: Hawaii? You ever, yeah, you're gonna pay five grand and go to Hawaii. You're from South Alabama, and they're like, hey, we're going to North Dakota. Come on, bud, it's gonna be fun. And you're like, well, hey, I ain't ever been there. Can I take a drop for this tournament?
3: Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's what I'm worth. getting at. And I'm yeah. like, you better know how to shoot from the hip before you're gonna go spend seventy thousand dollars, like. Unless you just got it like that, if you got it, then whatever. That's But good.
2: by the comments, and this is this this is just in general. They don't have it, right? That's right. And that's, that's right. not talking crap. No. None of
3: us have it. That's like right. that's the thing is the guy that's got it like that, dude is one in ten thousand. Yeah,
2: and and so I saw people being "Oh, so and so, whoever insert name here, but Paul, and I, wonder what he thinks about this. He would have never been able to do this." I'm like, bet. He, he made it done through it. the nation. Yeah, so I was saying he would have done whatever he but had to that's, do but
3: that's right. to but get there. That's what I was going to say. You know, Brandon made it through the nation, but he slept in his truck. He still sleeps in his truck some.
2: So the funniest backlash that I got, I had a guy, um, and I'm not sure that he's a fan anymore or ever was. I've never seen this guy comment. As a matter of fact, but he's like, "You're wrong." about your take on these opens, because I am that working man sleeping in my truck, but I can only fish three divisions, but I have the sponsors that will pay for this when this happens for me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, hey, man, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. And uh, I forget the whole comment, but something along the lines of, I don't think you realize, even you, typing this. But then this is the kind of petty human being I am sometimes when I'm going down the road and things like this happen. So that's all that's all I want to say. And I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to uh, to throw shade, but I look I looked this gentleman up. I looked this gentleman up. This gentleman just clicked his YouTube. This gentleman had a YouTube channel, about 80, 80 followers, what have you. And he was doing recaps from his club tournament, wearing a jersey, not making fun of that, whatever. I looked him up on bass. He had never ever fished one bass master o- Not
1: one! Yeah.
2: His name does not compute was not there and he blasted me mm-hmm. and so that gave me a look into that most of the people that are blasting bass yeah. that are ba- have never have fished have a never single go- open. And, and have zero plan to they just tell people they're pro fishermen and this whole, and, and, the, and the funniest thing was one of the thumbnails in one of the videos and I'm going to leave this is he was wearing a jersey that had MLF on it <laughs> I
1: was like Doing? He's like, Luke Duncan, I'm going to burn
2: your house down. You <laughs> crushed my dreams along with <laughs> Hank Weldon and Chris Bowes and all those rascals. Yeah. Mark Zona. I hate Mark Zona. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever.
1: Ronnie Moore. Yeah. Oh, it's your fault, Ronnie. Ronnie Moore.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Hey, so, Saltwater Ronnie. Get out of here. Like, what is It's, it's just like, like, I get it. I get it. Fish. There are
2: exceptions to the rule. There are people That's that have made right. it through three divisions that are still – three retirements are still They're there.
3: still doing it. That I get it. Still this, shaking they a frog they at are you. <laughs> st- they, are, they are few and far between. Um, when it's all said and done, though, every one of those that made it in three could have made it in nine. They could have fished. They got that, the time Secure it. Right. Jay,
2: like, people are like, they're he sh- could have qualified through one division. That's been their argument since the podcast, and I'm like, yeah,
3: but dude, he could have made it anywhere. This yeah. kid won out of the back of the boat. His daddy's the greatest walleye fisherman of ever, all time, like ever. next to Corey Spangler. Because Corey's shout out Corey. Yeah, Corey's and Mark Courts. We like and Mark Courts. Mark shout, out, we love you, Courts. I, I was mean,
2: say, you, you need I to tighten up a little bit, Courts, but
3: they're uh, they're pure fishing homies. Yeah. so they're one and two, and then then Jason. Actually, I don't know. I just like walleye, they're delicious. Yeah, I, I was gonna say when I see pictures, Jason's always holding up the biggest one out of the three, so <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Um but not courts, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it's like they would have made it in three, you know, and I mean guys five years ago that made it they take off, fish all the BFLs, they fish a division of opens, they fish all the Alabama bass trails. I'm like You know, you cut some of this other out, you can fish nine opens. Like, you take off nine weeks a year anyways. We've talked about that from some guys we've
2: seen griping. Like, dude, I know what they fish against us around here. And I'm like, they take off work two and three days at a time to practice for one-day events. And I'm going, well, all that time combined, it'd be pretty easy to fish nine opens if you really just sit down and look at it, if you've got the time to fish two divisions of Alabama Bass Trail, every BFL, every Tuesday night or Wednesday night or whatever. Yeah,
3: like, I dude, sure. you got, you got time. And What it all boils down to, dude, is if you want something, you can have it. Because this is my final end-all be-all. This is what I wanted to tell everybody. I finally had to just go to bed because that's my bitch <laughs> And I couldn't argue with them because they were making my head hurt. But you wanted to be like, <laughs> 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 Exactly. The end-all be-all is, there is multiple people fishing the Elite Series that left the country they live in and come End over the here story. and Carl, make it
2: work. Take the Japanese guys out of it. Think about yeah. Carl. Carl. He never even seen a bass. Yeah. Ever. Or an American bass mate. He'd never seen one. I talked to him at ICAST and I was like, do you realize? Because if we did the boats and pros and he told me story, part of his story that I'd never heard when we were filming with him. And I was just like, I know my eyes have to be this big on the video. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that if you haven't because it's an incredible story. But I'm like, bro, you had never seen the damn fish that you try to catch. That you left. You left your for. family and came here. A, another, not even co- country, continent. Cont- he left another continent. Yeah. That's a twenty something hour plane. They got kangaroos that'll punch you in the teeth where he lives.
1: And You
3: have we, to fight them. You have to get off your dog and the
2: dang snakes just to get to the airport. Yeah. And here he is, I
3: don't just that's what doing. I'm doing. He right. won a freaking elite like. That's why What's I, your excuse? That's if why you, I couldn't be upset about Taku winning last year. I'm like, this dude's got a kid he has never even seen. And, and he, he lives he, over and here. And he's never caught a smallmouth. Yeah, and he never caught a smallmouth. He's mouth.
2: like, oh, smallmouth Disneyland. I love smallmouth. No, this is easy. Like, you know, and that's incredible. what
3: I'm saying. Like, but you want to tell me that you can't find another way of life to... Figure yeah. out how to make it work. Like cut grass. Be a f- everybody's a fishing guy. I mate. brought up Latimer. Go work on a dead gum barge for six months out of the year and save your money. I don't know. Yeah. But do something. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't do it. Latimer had his own lawn care business, and I remember when he first started fishing the
2: tour, wasn't getting a lot of checks. He made it through the uh, the costas then, but I remember like his first couple years were just he started when I did and they were bad. Like they were bad, and he, he was like, "Man, I'm going home. Go to work." We'll throw mm-hmm. some mulch down, going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And dude, and then he started his YouTube stuff. But I'm like, there. Are, if he didn't have a silver spoon, he didn't have, like, what's your, ah, ex, right. what's your excuse? If you grew up in the South loving bass fishing <laughs> since you were five years old and it is your dream, then a change in rules didn't stop your dream. You're stopping your dream. And yeah. this is a convenient excuse for you to be able to not go and have a chance at failure. Well. That's my, That's my point. Because there's so many
3: people online that are just like, well, the big argument that I kept saying was, like, "How am I supposed to make it in my mid forties with a middle class job raising three kids?" And I'm like, You're not, you're not, you're no not. offense, but you're not, yeah, like it's that was something that should have happened like that's the part that really pisses me off is I'm like. I gave up a ton of crap. I didn't play baseball in high school. I didn't go to, like, dude, I left prom and drove to a BFL one time. Like, and was going to skip it. How did prom go? Did prom go okay? I don't remember because I was too worried about what I was going to throw. them Yeah, I was worried about what I was going to throw the next morning. Like, I didn't go to my graduation to fish a tournament. Like, I gave up so much crap in my life to be here but every step was always trying to figure out how to get to the next one mm-hmm. every one every job i ever worked every fishing tournament I ever fished everything there wasn't saying,
2: that chance of oh well if fishing works out it was always yeah, it when was like, fishing works like, out yeah
3: like if you don't have a plan b your sole focus is on a like so it was always how do i get to the next point and so it kind of like gets on my nerves when people come back and they're like well, I'm in the middle of my life, and I want to be a professional fisherman. You ain't calling Major League Baseball pissed exactly. off that they're not at your Sunday afternoon I use it tour. for,
2: like, a music music thing, you know, music reference. I love to write. I love to play. I did it when I was in my 20s. It never worked out to the extent that I wanted to, but I, you know, had a great time. successful. Got people to know my songs. It's the coolest thing in the world to me, right? But you can't, like, I play country music. You think I'm going to roll up to Nashville with this dad bod? And these songs be like, "Hey, thirty nine, y'all ready? Yeah, put me on some Luke Bryan jeans, get me out there, dance me around on stage." Like, Chris Stapleton's like an anomaly that that
3: happened to him when he was almost forty. And that's that was my next point like I'm gonna his, make. Yeah, I get it. There, you can go back through time and pick some guys that were probably in their forties. Greg Hackney was twenty something when he started. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Kevin Van Dam was in his 20s. That's the next thing I saw, and it was from a dude that absolutely drives me nuts, and he is a Silver Spoon dude, and his kid's going to be one, and that's fine and dandy, but, Lucky he, got on, Club but he got on there and was like, this has just become a guy that's got a rich daddy sport, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's literally who you <laughs> like, are. Yeah. Full, the full, we're calling yeah. full time out here. And he's, yeah. and I, like, literally, don't hear me wrong when I say this. He's the only person I'd ever say that about because he drives me nuts about that kind of thing because he acts like... He don't have a gajillion dollars because his daddy owns a gigantic construction company, but whatever. <laughs> and he wants to talk about how he's got it rough, why he never goes to work, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> he got on my post and made the comment that this has become just a, this is a college kid that's got a rich daddy sport now. And I'm like. That ain't
2: Justin Atkins. Can't. Yeah, like, no. like that I mean, the
3: Justin Atkins story. I stacked a crap load of lumber to be able to pay. For it. My dad's never paid for all my entry fees. Maybe in a team tournament, we fished together, and I bought the boat, gas, yes, but, like, BFLs, Everstarts, Opens, Elites, Tours, I, my dad's never paid for Shout-out, Phil. Yeah, and Shout that's not Phil. a uh,
2: – Should we answer on the air? No, we should not. Come on, let's do it. Let's answer on the air. Tell her you're on the air. Hello. Tess Atkins calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Tess Atkins.
3: I just wanted you to know that you're – oh, she hung up. She Did she? <laughs> She said, I have not been involved in controversial low budget lives. Is that what she said before? <laughs> no, she, hung she up? just hung up.
2: So, anyways. We promised Tessa no controversy. I know.
3: That's probably why she called because I was about to get controversial because the more I thought about that comment that this old boy made, the matter it made me. I need to just block him on Facebook. The
2: doghouse.
3: You were headed to the doghouse. But, anyways, um, <laughs> what drives me nuts is, is it's like they want to talk about this just a young man's sport. All these old dudes were young at one time when they started. (laughs) Like, they weren't always 50. Kevin Van Damme hadn't always been 50 years old.
2: Mark Davis was young
3: once. Yeah, Mark Davis was uh, young. Like, when he won back back in the years, he was what, in his early 30s? Like, give me a freaking break. It's so Other easy. Other than
2: David Fritz, I think David Fritz has always been old, baby. He seemed like he was old when I was a kid. We were sticking everybody's ass.
3: <laughs> he was, but he'd he's still been guy. doing it for 20 years. Damn right, that's true. Before then, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like... It's, Larry
2: Nixon started it like 19 years old. Like, Larry's yeah, the GOAT, but like he and he's still doing it, but he didn't just qualify three years ago.
3: That's literally my whole point to this, is like... I haven't read anything where I'm like, okay, that's a valid argument to this. Yeah, it's always been a young man's sport. It has always been. When you make it, it has always been. I well, will tell young you what, from a 39 year old's perspective now, and I fished
2: the opens when I was 19, and I fit. I mean, I fished a lot of crap over the years, and <laughs> the level of competition now from just the sub. 30-year-old dudes is it's intimidating because it's just a non-stop they going they going to outwork you yeah, they're right. going down do their homework they're going to know the electronics better than you and I know my electronics fairly well but it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you tell me stuff all the time I'm like what? Like yeah. you don't even have garments and you're like oh did you know that you can like draw pictures on it or what I'm like what do you yeah, I did. <laughs> Hashtag Garmin Fish Hunt. I knew that sponsored, whatever. But like, there, it's amazing to me. Like yeah. the stuff that my eyes get open the, the more I get around you I guys, and I'm like, and and I think it hit me hardest when you first started fishing tour, and it's probably like 2018 when you and I got to be pretty pretty close. We talked during practice. I'm like, dude, these guys, and it's you, Cobb, and you rooming together, mm-hmm. and we'd be talking. I'd be talking to them too, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. These boys are playing a different game, man. Yeah. Like they just are, and I think that. And, and look, I don't want to discourage anybody. Like I think if you're 58 years old and you finally got your and life right, and you, you want to roll try out to there, do, go, go do
3: it. That's fine. Like that's not that's
2: well, not look, the point. I'll say I'm this though: at. MPFL, MPFL being a big entry fee, big payout, six tournaments spaced out. Like if you're a quote working dude and you want to fish a professional level of that's it pro circuit same that's it. deal yeah go fish that and that's what I'm saying like but, that's not but understand they're hard too yeah yeah it's yeah, a young no, man's we're not game not there away too
3: from yeah. that. and that's what I'm getting at like I'm not taking shots at anybody yeah, yeah I'm just saying like that was just an argument that was all over my Facebook posts is like. I'm forty five and I've got kids in college and I yeah. can't fish the elites here. Damn you. Like Ronnie Moore. Right? Like, <laughs> I know you've
2: never been able to. That's exactly right. Like, and I'm not and life's all about choices, decisions, or circumstances. That's and right. and it can go the ball can bounce either way, whether it's good luck, bad luck. We all have runs of it. That's right. A lot of the time. Uh I mean you're talking to a dude that struck a ten thousand dollar check for a freaking truck that blew up yeah. out of warranty this week. You know, yeah. I'm fortunate. I am living my best life, but that sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a lot of levels but that's everything in life like look straight up my music stuff was going well and right in the middle of that probably because the music stuff was going well maybe some other stuff <laughs> I went through the most horrible divorce of anybody I know but like dude and it stopped that for me yeah. a lot of people were like oh did you just quit playing I'm like no I didn't because I was in a situation where I could be gone and do what I was doing, and my kids were with their mom, to a situation where I was splitting time with my ex-wife, with my kids, and being gone all the time didn't pan out out for a couple years before Marissa and I got together, right? And now, look, Marissa's, I mean, like, we're a family. Like, that. I could do it again if I got ready to, but now I'm almost 40 years old, and you look around, and, and it's the same with fishing tournaments, man. When I would go weeks at a time fishing FLW, six weeks, and we'd go pre-fish and we'd do whatever. And then I got travel for TH. Like, a lot of my decisions have been based on my life, and I have five children I'm responsible mm-hmm. for now. I have a wife that busts her ass at her job but at the same time. She don't like being home by herself for three weeks. It's it's hard. Yeah. you've li- We've all lived it. And that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. I right. could be stubborn and selfish and go, yeah, I'm gonna fish all nine opens and I'm gonna make the elites and because this is this is what I want. But at the same time, like I've got so many other things going on.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm not, to me, I'm like, I'm not putting their crap in jeopardy for me to go chase all nine o- And that's just my decision. Yeah. Because then here's the thing, the reality. Hey Luke, this is Chris Bowes. You made it. I don't know what I would do then. Cause then it's a whole nother level of Thunderdome where you know yeah. what you're heading into and you see what all my peers go through that I know that and I'm like,
1: I don't want any
3: part of it. Well, and that's the thing is, like we said, I know there's guys that's made it in three and yeah. all that. A lot of them have been bounced was, too. But that was always yeah. just a deal of like, I can get my feet a little wet and say, I'm trying to make the Elite series. Yeah.
2: No, but, you know what it is more than that? What's that? Cut you off. This is what it is. It's the same with Major League Fishing. Once Major League Fishing bought out FLW, and it was it was the same when it was FLW too. I'll, I'll take it even further back. How many guys do you see that are just regular Joe bass fishermen, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. At all, I am one. I, I am to too. Yeah, but I'm just no. I'm not even talking about like a competition level. Just what they fish, but they're like got an FLW this weekend. Because they fish a BFL, mm-hmm. got that major league, got that MLF coming up. Like, no, you're fishing a bass fishing league tournament, or yeah. you got a Toyota. Series, but you see that it's the same with the opens. It is. Yeah, I got that. I got that Bassmaster coming up. That, yeah. I think people pay their entry fees so they can tell the people in their hometown, "Hey, man, they got they wrap their own trucks, they wrap their own buses." Like, yeah, I fish. I fish the Bassmaster, and when you say that broad term Bassmaster, they don't know the difference. Your average yeah. guy don't know the difference in you. Or Billy Joe that fished three Southerns one time. Like, and I no, think sure. that's a lot of it. And look, and if that's what I'm you saying, want to spend
3: your money if on, if that's what you want, then that's all fine. Then great. And dandy. If that makes you warm and tingly inside. All right. Yeah, that's fine and dandy. But, like when Jordan Lee made the elites, he fished all the opens. Mm. You know what I mean. And I think Jason Christie fished all of them while he was fishing BPT. Some other
2: guy I no I did it too. too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's
3: right. So I like, knew fished all of them. One, I just either. don't want to hear that. That that's what because when it's all said and done, it is way easier to make it in nine tournaments It'll and cost be you a little more money, a little more nine t- than it is to be in the top three in three. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's freaking hard. Like. That's as hard as it gets, and because you're gonna have somewhere between seventy and a hundred guys that can fish all of them, so you got to be you got to beat one in ten. I, I like get it. those that's, odds. That's way better than being three out of two hundred twenty-five. And you got to think if you get bounced. So anybody, my point is, anybody that truly like that's what they want to do, ought to be excited about yeah. that because your odds are so much better making it. Do whatever you got to do. You ain't got a family, blah blah blah. I mean, I saw that comments like I don't have a family for wanting to chase this dream, and I make hundred and fifty grand a year, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you're you're perfect. You're set. Work, work for three years, save every dime you can, I've and seen then a lot of that go fish because you're probably. I've
2: seen make a lot it. of guys reach out to me and go, Hey, man, love the podcast on the opens, and all I know is this has changed my perspective, and I'm going to save up. For the next that's couple of years. Like and anything and, like
3: that's working working. And towards. some of them said,
2: and I'm gonna dabble in a single division to see how I stack up. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, maybe this is not what I need to be doing. But but right now that's my goal, and I, I saw some of that. All
3: right. Anyways, we could literally just oh, we could talk stomp on that for, on an hour. that yeah, well, for hours, and it's like I'm not stepping on anybody's dream. Ninety-nine at the end of
2: the day, percent of the people understand. Yeah. But then you've got It's always that that 1% that make the most
3: noise, I think, in every situation. Well, like I said, just at the end of the day, I think I got so frustrated about that because I see all these excuses, but I literally go out there and live it every day with guys that haven't seen their family in months. Taku's out there FaceTiming with his wife who's putting their kids to bed right before we blast off. He ain't seen them in months. You know, I mean, Carl ain't seen his family since before COVID. He just lives over here. You know what I mean? And I get it, he's got a family here, but... I know you want to get disconnected, but he still has folks in Australia he'd like to see from time to time but he don't see them And so I'm like, I don't want to hear your crap about you can't make this happen. you can make it if you want it and in you got, America you got the talent you can make it happen. If you got the talent sure. you got the work ethic you got like that's just, what I was gonna say even the talent's not even everything. I think work ethic's huge Dude, I, I'll know. throw one
2: out there and then i and then I got something I want I want to ask you too. Uh, but like Our our buddy we've, we've known him for a long time But like Darian and Don't talk about Darian as much on the show He's out of fishing But This kid grew up In one of the worst situations Like it's incredible
3: mm-hmm.
2: Every excuse in the world To just be a screw up yeah. Whatever Like I won't get into all his details But like He's now running his own business And doing awesome work. And, and killing it And it's like He's the one guy The first time I ever met him like And he's telling me a story I'm like damn how are you not Mm -hmm. but it drove him the opposite way his brother runs a successful business too they're both in their 20s and his brother's got a deal going and like they both came out of this environment where they could have just said screw it and done whatever but like you can't you you can do it if you want to do it and it's the bottom line
3: if you got the talent to do it whatever the case is and that's and i mean i won't even i won't even you don't have to be a superstar no. you can stand out in your yard and learn how to cast good you can you know what i mean like you just put the time in and have the want to you can make it happen but when you get there just know you got to work you know that much harder that that leads me to what i want
2: to i want to kind of close with today because with all this craziness going on we've had like the just cheating scandal whatever and i i told you before and Sam George actually called me with this, and this made this jump out to me, and I started paying attention. I was like, holy crap. The comments, like, especially on, like, the Wired to Fish thing, when that press release went out and the comments on my YouTube stuff, the overwhelming theme is, oh, all these pros cheat. These pros are not actual good fishermen. They just call all the locals all the time and get help, and they've got nicer stuff than I have, so they're just – it's, it's just all smoke and mirrors. Please speak to how good, because you fished it all. You're the, one of the only people I know, there are like six of y'all, that I'm friends with that have fished FLW Tour, BPT, and the Elites. Yep. Speak to the difficulty and how good these guys are that you compete against on a daily basis.
3: It wouldn't matter what you put them in they're going to, Seth Fighter could leave out in a Monarch. It doesn't matter yes. with a tiller steer. It doesn't matter. He will Doing this. Driving one hand with a
2: tiller. Like this. Rubbing that mustache right. knowing he's finna to put a jig on one's that's head. Right. Yeah.
3: Like, on him. He's going to go catch some.
2: And like. Talk about a dude that didn't make excuses. That's that's why? Right. Like, bro, what's that's your what I'm excuse? Like, he worked his way from the Federation like all the way up. I don't know. Run a pressure washer in between. Yeah. And, and still, make still it does. And
3: still does. Still that's, does. That's what I'm getting, like, Right. Yeah, I don't want to go back down that road, but dude, these guys are... So, what I was going to say is, like, zero disrespect to anybody I've fished against in the past, but, like, these dudes I'm with right now catch them as good as anybody I've ever fished against. And, like, guys that came from the BPT with me over here are like, yeah, it's pretty freaking incredible. I know you've never heard of some of these guys. They freaking catch them, dude. They catch them every day. I don't know. It's... It's... It's freaking mind-boggling. Well, I said after the split,
2: and it's the same with
3: MPFL, who I work
2: for. And people are like, well, I don't know these guys, so I don't want to watch. I'm like, well, you might want pay attention because they freaking catch them. <laughs> hey, like, this it's is, fun. Like, this this they figured was the, it out.
3: This was a comment I loved the other day. We was at a riders conference, and a guy said, oh, this new class isn't as good as the old class <laughs> because they only catch 4.62 bass per day versus the old class that caught 4.68 bass so they're not as good and i'm like hey bud we go to the same freaking places every year that are now blowed up destination fisheries that suck i don't know if you yes, know this sir. lake chickamauga sucks <laughs> it's the worst place to bass fish in like yeah, it's not good. Like, it was good 15 oh, our years. Our home lake down here, Pickwick, yeah, dude, it's say, not good. I was going to say, Pickwick's nothing like it was seven years ago. Nothing They suck because we go to them all the time, and we have all you these expose high school all tournaments. The, you expose all those have spots. all these college tournaments. Everybody knows the spots. Bass just naturally want to get on the same places. So my point to that being is that that class was part of the group that was ruining these holes. Now this class is catching .06 less bass on places when they ain't no freaking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, to me, it sounds like they're way better. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's, well, you it's can, incredible. Can you imagine, guys, like, the first time those guys had a virgin pickwick?
1: Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? With, like, nobody having
1: yeah,
3: that's
2: prior right. anything that's right. much or the, I remember the Gunnersville tournaments from like the yeah, early 2000s, like, two went, like was 22 say. pounds is like 70th or whatever. Like, they're yeah, just wreck right.
3: them. I know. And, and nobody problem. and nobody knew how to fish Gunnersville then. Like, the locals didn't I know. even know. The like, problem is now you go over and you get seven bites a day, but guess what? Still gonna be
2: 19 to get a check. And It's the same with Pickwick with Lester. Yeah. When they, like the weights are great, but dude, guys aren't catching 100 fish a day like that's they right. like, like in the summer used to happen. So, so, yeah,
3: no, I mean, that's the whole point. Like, they they catch them, it's incredible. They catch them every day. Who Who's a name that might surprise fans?
2: And this is putting you on the spot because you'll surely leave somebody out. But who's a name that might be under the radar in the elites, even a rookie, or somebody that you may have not have known, I guess. And you know a lot of guys. You're a social butterfly. But, like, in the last two years, somebody that you're like, damn it. Do you, does a name jump out to you that's like – and, I mean, like the obvious ones are like Taku and whatever, but do you have yeah. somebody that you're like,
3: <clears throat> holy crap. Well, and see, you know, Jay winning. I, I, I knew that there was going to be special things come out of him just because. And he's not, he's not known done yet daddy. this year, by the way. No, <laughs> These two, he's been to Hawaii before. Yeah, you yeah. know, I knew uh, just from knowing his daddy, I knew that kid was, was going to be special. I, I mean, dude, I don't know. They, they're they all so freaking good. Um I'm cheating right now. I'm going down. Through I see. This I list. saw you
2: pulling up bassmaster.com. Shout out Chris Mitchell. He's got it updated <laughs> for us today.
3: You know, if I had to pick one guy that I really felt like, see, but that's so hard, dude, because, like, I can't even pick a Cody Huff. Everybody knows Cody F. Yeah, that one.
2: See, that one's you not fair because he I was mean? a beast before he got there. You know, he was on everybody's but I feel radar. Like, Should
3: have but that's what I feel like. All these guys are because I have so much history with them. That yeah, I'm that's like, what I'm saying. You know, too. Many. I know too many of them because they don't. None of them surprise me. You know, when they catch them or they don't catch them. Um,
2: I don't know, buddy. You put me on a hard one there because I think a guy like a Bob Downey, you know these
3: some of these guys. But, like, that's, but, but, but I mean, he's I mean, top ten, like that's twelve. What I'm saying. But, but that's what. You. But he's a
1: quiet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. he's a quiet, under the radar yeah. kind of guy. I mean, he
3: may not be on every cover, but like
2: he, he smashes. Like him. he catches them. You yeah, know. To so. me, I think the biggest surprise in the last few years for, from the elites, and this is not a knock on him in the least. It's, it's me bragging. I was like Lee. Just you know, winning a couple three freaking events
3: now. He's got because you think about him three years ago, nobody he wasn't a household name. And I mean, like, honestly, I'm gonna have a hard time picking somebody because I feel like that's putting them in a category of not being known. No. And I like, I, I feel like everybody that's there deserves. And no, I know that's not. I no, know that's, that's not, not the question. No,
2: at. I just, I just think that it's interesting for people kind of pulling back the curtain, to behind the scenes of, yeah. Hey, this is a dude you should pay more attention to. Well, I think even out of the rookie class, and I had him on here, like I Webster, mean, I, I was like say. you need to watch Webster, Jason Kierich, you need to watch him.
3: Freaking uh, dude, uh, Jacob I mean, Fouts, my gosh, having I, a great year. Like, well, I mean, uh, one that I can stand out as a nation guy is Pat Slapper. No like, man, yeah, had him I mean, on the show. And great. that's what I'm getting at, like. He was just a nation guy, and everybody's like, oh, That's crap. a dude. Not dude, to, he yeah. won it quit quick, catching yeah. smallmouth. He freaking smashed them on a mag draft at Santee. Like, it don't matter. Caught him in Florida. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. called him everywhere. So, yeah. I mean, like. And quit his job.
2: Had a great job with Shields. Mm-hmm. And he told his whole story on the show, but, like, to fish all open. He fished mm-hmm. all the opens the year he made it. Freaking saved up. Quit his job. Took off, left the house, didn't go back home, pre-fished all the open waters. Like, dude, that guy's story, go back and watch that episode from, hell, I think it was from, might have been late
3: 2020
2: because last year was his first year.
3: He made it in 2020.
2: I interviewed him when he qualified, and Mm -hmm. dude's just incredible. That story
3: is amazing. So, yeah, he's definitely a guy. That's right. I mean, Brad Watley's another one that had a career job with Cooper Tire, and – wanted to fish in the classic made the elites and he's like "All right, let's do this just threw it out you know what I mean and he was uh, he's under medical leave right now for um, a sickness that he has that's I wouldn't wish on anybody he's doing good everything's good you know but
1: I didn't realize that he was under mm -hmm. exemption
3: and that's what that's the other part that like people don't see like you're fishing the elite series you've spent all this money oh my gosh I got sick Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I can't fish, so your sponsors are like, I am, I, mine hadn't. I don't think his have, but contractually, if I don't fish all the tournaments, guess what? They ain't got to pay me. You know what I mean? That's like, right. there's just, it's just not painted gold roads. You no. know what I mean? It's, the heavens it's, don't open up and money it's, fall. It's what it's what I signed up for, and it's what I've always wanted to do. I wouldn't. I don't want to do anything else. Hell, you're if not I, gonna do if, anything else. I, say, I know you. Like it, it's <laughs> just. Well, I'm just saying.
2: Like you're not gonna be in that position, dude. Like you're gonna you're gonna be yeah. just fine.
3: But anyways, it's just no matter how it shakes out. It's just a deal of like Carl said it best. Like when you make it, that's when the work starts. Yeah. It's like it's not it's not in the opens. That's just a good teaser for what you better get prepared for in life. And it doesn't matter. I said the opens, the Toyotas, whatever. It doesn't matter which trail you fish. You better be ready to get up earlier, stay later, work harder, do more stuff. You know what I mean? Dude, that's every
2: bass tournament from 30-boat pot tournaments on a Saturday now. Like, guys are down here practicing five days for tournaments on Wilson. The On lakes, they fish every day of their whole life, and they still go put in the work, and you roll up on a Saturday, and it's like, yeah, you're not going to beat that guy. You're just not. Like, it's it's very hard to freaking do. All right, buddy. I appreciate you. Well, Always We did another one We'll do it next August we'll do, I guess I only get to see you Once a year now So mm-hmm. August I'm gonna take y'all out With some uh, Some good old Biloxi blues The song that I wear In half on this show It's gonna be new music Eventually We're gonna, we're gonna record something One of these days Appreciate each and every One of you tuning in I appreciate Justin Appreciate Tessa If you're watching Tessa appreciate you sharing Justin <laughs> With us today And uh, hopefully We didn't get too Controversial I'm gonna if, while you're listening to this Just remember I started to show this way I have a drink in my hand And I'm probably being fed grapes On the beach In some exotic place Just know that And I will see y'all When I get back Next Tied week below,
1: I never could make it last Spanish moss A Civil War ghost Well I'm gonna leave them In the past Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care No, I don't care Heading my way For another And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just Just enough enough gas to get there